Next on Annenberg Radio News. This report is a first step to regain the trust between the department and the community. The LAPD releases its long-awaited report on the May Day confrontation in MacArthur Park. Good afternoon and welcome to Annenberg Radio News for Tuesday, October 9th. I'm Victoria Sanchez in for Jennifer Chapsky. The report was presented to the L.A. Police Commission this morning. It blames police for using excessive force against immigration protesters. As Sam Farber reports, it makes recommendations for avoiding future problems. Easily identifiable police names and serial numbers on riot gear. A new design for a mobile sound unit to notify protesters of police action. And annual review of crowd control, use of force, and less than lethal ammunitions policies. Just three of the 23 recommendations in LAPD's report to the police commission on the MacArthur Park May Day mini-riot. Inside, the police commission questioned the amount of time the department had allotted for some policies to change. We have tried with this report to give an honest and the oft-use expression transparent report to the leadership of this city, the police commission and the mayor and the city council that I report to, and to the public and to you, the media. Outside, there were those like 10-year-old Carla Vargas who asked if they'd be allowed to march in peace the next time. I would like them to, to listen to us and um, to when, ex, when we have another march to just let them let us march and instead of um, attacking us, let us march peacefully. Commission President Anthony Pacheco says they will review the 100-page report and reconvene October 23rd for further talks. Reporting outside City Hall, Sam Farber, Annenberg Radio News. Immigrant rights activists rallied outside the outside the Social Security Administration building today, saying the government is discriminating against immigrant workers. Ellie Wong has the story. They chanted in Spanish, no to immigration officials, yes to the people. Tomorrow, federal judge may indeed say yes to the people when deciding whether to permanently issue an injunction against the Social Security Administration. The injunction would stop the agency from using what are called no-match letters, originally intended to notify employers of routine errors on employee records. But protesters say the letters are being used against undocumented workers. Juan Jose Gutierrez is the national coordinator of Latino USA. The reason why there's been uh, public trust uh, between uh, federal public agencies and the public is because when we are required to provide voluntarily sensible private information, we do it uh, with the conviction that that information will not be improperly used. Gutierrez says the government is justifying its actions under the war on terrorism. What they are doing is terrorizing our communities. Hard-working men and women. Protesters will lie the streets again on Friday on Olympic and Broadway. Ellie Wong, Annenberg Radio News. Civil rights leaders in Los Angeles are calling on the International Olympic Committee to let Olympic winners keep their medals. Both the IOC and the U.S. Olympic Committee encouraged the teammates of Marion Jones to give back their medals after Jones admitted she used steroids. Earl Hutchinson is the president of the L.A. Urban Policy Roundtable. To punish them is not only unfair, but it sends the wrong message to others that if you, even when you do the right thing, train hard, pay your dues on the track, 
and achieve that even then one person can taint you and bring you down. That's a discouraging message. Peter Uberroth is the chairman of the U.S. Olympic Committee. He says when any sporting event is won unfairly, it's completely tarnished and should be returned. Jones's teammates all won golds as gold as a part of their 1,600-meter relay. California state Democrats and Republicans are trying to reach a common ground to protect the state's water supply. They could vote as early as today on a bond issue. Caitlin Fanaro has details. On the table is a $6.8 billion water bond designed to repair levees, increase water storage, and improve conditions at the Sacramento-San Joaquin Delta. This bond is the Democrats' answer to Governor Schwarzenegger, who favors providing money for new dams. But USC professor Richard Little says that building new dams will not solve California's water problem. It's all well and good to talk about that, but the fact of the matter is that these dams are not nearly as urgent as things like conservation and fixing the levees. So to say that is a, you know, urgent thing that we have to do right now is, I, I don't think that's correct. Both parties say they want to put a water bond issue on the February primary ballot, but they only have until October 16th to agree on which plan to offer voters. Caitlin Finero, Annenberg Radio News. Well, if you have photographs on display in your home or office, you may want to play co- pay close attention. To, excuse me, you may want to close the curtains and pay attention to something that might come through them. Susan Grant tells us about the new exhibit that explores the enemy enemy of photographs and artwork: light. The exhibit at the California Science Center is called "Fade: The Dark Side of Light." It looks at how light damages artifacts and artwork, and what's being done to minimize it. Protecting photographs and other art from light damage is a constant struggle for museum curators and personal collectors. The Science Center's Diane Perlov says the exhibit is a mix of art and science with practical applications. Because once you learn the mechanism by which light causes damage to objects, you can better learn how to protect your precious family photos from them. The exhibit was created by the Science Center and the Getty Conservation Institute. Fade opens tomorrow and runs through May 31st. Susan Grant, Annenberg Radio News. Now for a look at the weather. Tonight, expect temperatures in the mid-60s. Tomorrow looks a little cooler with temperatures topping 75. And Thursday, expect mostly sunny skies with some cloud cover with a high of 76 degrees. Next up on Annenberg Radio News, we'll hear from a USC track and field athlete about Marion Jones' steroid scandal. It's insult to injury for track star Marion Jones. International Olympic officials may wipe her name from the records books as for her prize money back and even ban her from taking part in Olympics in any capacity. This is on top of the fact that the IOC is considering whether to strip her teammates of their medals. Sandra Altamirano has reactions to the latest steroid scandal from one track athlete. You may have heard the term natural athlete. Some athletes start off all natural, but later turn to illegal drugs to seek out that competitive edge to win gold. Marion Jones is just the latest in a string of famous athletes to admit to steroid use. She has since returned five Olympic medals. Her confession is causing a domino effect and might just cost her relay teammates their medals as well. But it's also a blow to up-and-coming track stars. Ahmad Rashad is a USC track and field sprinter and Olympic hopeful. I didn't expect her, as good as she was, to be using those uh, 
enhancers like that. So I was kind of shocked at first. Rashad hopes to one day run in the Olympics. He saw Marion Jones as a role model. Everybody knew who she was, so I kind of looked up to her. And it was just kind of disappointing when I found out uh, that she was using those drugs. Rashad says athletes have a responsibility to be clean, not just for the sport, but for the younger kids looking up to them. We don't want to be teaching children to grow up to be cheaters. Rashad believes if you have clean athletes, then children will also grow up to be clean as well. Sandra Altamirano, Annenberg Radio News. Now back to our top story, the release of a report by Los Angeles Police Department on the May Day rally that turned violent. The all-day march from downtown Los Angeles to MacArthur Park ended when police responded to attacks from demonstrators by firing rubber bullets into the crowd. Christina He has a reaction to today's report. The report was prepared by two commanding officers. It said that officers at the rally were not properly trained for crowd control. The report faults individual officers. Some have already been reprimanded. Mayor Antonio Varagosa says the report is not the end for the LAPD. I want to make this clear. Today's report is a promising first step, but it's just that, a first step. The mayor also says the LAPD and the police commission will implement several policy recommendations in the next few months. But Anike Tours of the Coalition for Humane Immigrant Rights of Los Angeles says the report doesn't address deeper issues. Um, but the reality is that there were officers that because, you know, they lost contact with their, you know, commanding officers and then they made independent decisions. And why was it that their decision was to go ahead and open fire on a group of peaceful demonstrators? It's really not getting at what is sort of the fundamental ideology and, and culture in the LAPD, and that's, what we're, that's our biggest concern. Carlos Alvarez of the Act Now to Stop War and End Racism Coalition says the report isn't accurate either. Alvarez says the report does not mention anything about officers shooting rubber bullets. And when Annenberg Radio News searched the report, we did not find any mention of the rubber bullets either. Um, so there's, there's a huge gap in this report. And the clear reason there is is because it's essentially a police report done by the police. So it's the police policing the police. Demonstrators who were at the May Day rally are taking action. Last month, a claim was filed on behalf of 164 people who say they were injured by officers. Since then, 10 lawsuits and 94 other claims have been filed. Christina Ha, Annenberg Radio News. The American Civil Liberties Union of Southern California has been keeping a close eye on the controversy over the May Day rally. The ACLU's Michael Soler was at the police commission hearing when the report was released. Well, I mean, the report is, is, is really, it's remarkable, both for what it says and for what it it doesn't say. The question really um, we needed to have answered was, you know, why, why, why did LAPD officers in MacArthur Park think it was acceptable to use batons and rubber bullets on, on peaceful protesters and on members of the media? And the second question was, what is the department going to do to change their procedures to make sure that this doesn't happen again? And I think we really got, we, we got a, an answer to the first question today that touched on a lot of things. They said that there were command and control issues. There were training issues. Um, but I think for people who watched TV on May 1st, who saw police striking you know, peaceful protesters with batons and shooting rubber bullets at them, they really wanted to know, how did that happen? The report talked about individual responsibility of, of officers. That's something that 
I, I think the city needs to needs to do more about, needs to say more about, and we're still looking for how they're going to respond to that. And what was your reasoning for using such excessive force on these protesters? Well, they had a whole bunch of reasons. Um, they said that that uh, there was a command breakdown. Um, they said that crowd control tactics may need to be revised, and the, and the command breakdown w- led to an inappropriate decision to clear the park. And what did Police Chief Bratton say to that? Are there going to be different training techniques used? Is it going to be a little bit more strategy placed on, you know, when there is a rally, what's going to happen? What was Bratton really saying to to the commission to say, you know, this is what we're going to do now? Well, Bratton primarily wasn't speaking. I mean, it was was Jerry Chayla from his uh, department and uh, Hillsman, I believe, was was the chief who spoke. But they really pointed to i mean they got at some of the some of the important things here that training of officers is is a problem what is it that the LAPD needs to do with this report now to the police commission and press conference with the mayor the mayor is speaking with William Bratton about this report and what this means for the community right I mean, they need to make sure these these reforms. Um, they need to make sure that reforms are entrenched. That they make that they outlive this mayor and this police chief. Good intentions aren't going to get it done. And this mayor and this police chief need to make sure these reforms, you know, outlive them and outlive their political careers here in the city. And we'll be watching to make sure that they that they do. Michael Solar is with the American Civil Liberties Union of Southern California. Now we check in with Alex Michelson to find out what's coming up on Annenberg TV News at 6 on Trojan Vision. Thanks so much, Victoria. Coming up tonight on the Annenberg TV News, we have our weekly conversation with Pete Carroll, where he says that Mark Sanchez is right now supposed to start this weekend. They're going under that assumption. Uh, John David Booty's finger could heal, but right now they're thinking that Sanchez will be the starter. We'll have that one-on-one. We'll also have a one-on-one with Congressman Ron Paul, who's a Republican presidential candidate. He doesn't sound like other Republican presidential candidates. He's anti-war. He says he's pro-Constitution. We have a conversation with him and show why he's garnering such a big support online. All that and more coming up tonight on Annenberg TV News at 6 o'clock. All right. We'll look forward to that, Alex. Thank you so Thanks. much. Where can you find tacos served with French fries? Well, that's just one of the items available at the new Taco Bell restaurants opening in Mexico. Taco Bell is changing its marketing campaign south of the border, making itself into just another American fast food chain. This is the second time in 15 years that Taco Bell has tried to make it, make it a go in Mexico. Well, that's it for Annenberg Radio News. I'm Victoria Sanchez. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. And again, if you didn't catch us live, you're listening to us any time of the day on Tuesdays and Thursdays live. Thanks so much.